Have a great, have a great show, Pat. Love Talk Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Glory to God. If you've listened to this program any amount of time, glory to God, you're going to find out the Bible is right because I'm going to tell it every single every single week, amen, because I'm thankful, glory to God, that the Bible is right. Uh, so many people, the one thing they do have is an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion, but that don't mean that the person's opinion is right, glory to God, but we can turn to God's word and know that we have a source that is right, glory to God, and I take a whole lot of joy in that, believe me. Beloved, we're in Proverbs 222. 222. Proverbs, the 22nd chapter, the second verse. Amen. 222. Glory to God. And in the King James Version, the Protestant Bible, it says, The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The Lord is the maker of them all. And the Positive Thinking Bible, it says, Proverbs 22.2 says, The rich and the poor are all created by the Lord. And in the Tanakh, you know that's the, the Jewish Bible, it says, quote, Rich men and poor men meet. The Lord made them both. Amen. And we can see from these verses that the, that the Lord created all of us. The Lord created all of us. Do you know how profound that is when you have so many theories of one group superior to another group and this line is uh, 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 more uh, effective than another line of people? You know, when I looked in the Bible, I couldn't find the, the word race in the whole Bible, so I took out my concordance. And tried to look up the word race. The, the, uh, the word race doesn't exist in the Bible. Why? Because the Lord created all of us. Amen. And so that should give us pause not to, not to brag. Glory to God. We are all of the same human family. And we all come from the same creator. Now, that means that class distinctions on earth are abolished in death. In death, you know, every man has to face death. Every man and every woman has to face death. The great leveler, care how great you are or how small you are, amen, 
All of us got to face death. Queen Elizabeth here is just another unsaved individual in the next life. If she didn't, if she wasn't born again, glory to God. That means she's just another unsaved, lost individual before God. All are created because all are created by the Lord. And there is no respect of persons with God. There is no respect of persons with God. We are all subject, all, when you think about this, some of this you have to really think about. We are all subject to God. The poor man says, God, help me, help me. And guess what? The rich man says, God, help me, help me. Amen. Glory to God. We are all subject to God and we all die. The greatest man in the world must acknowledge that God, that God is his maker as well as the poorest man. Amen. The richest man in the world got to admit that God made him, caused him to come on the scene. And we're all subject uh, to, and and we have the same obligation to God. We have the same obligation as God is our Savior. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, the Bible teaches that we all have one Father. Amen? God makes some rich, and he makes some to be poor. Glory to God. And there's a reason he does it. He makes some rich so that they might be charitable to the poor. You know, one way of thinking about giving to the poor is that we, it's exactly what the Bible says. We're lending to the Lord and that the Lord will pay us again. And that they that give to the poor, shall be, they'll be happy. Amen. Actually, when you study it out, you find out that giving to the poor is really an opportunity. It's really an opportunity. An opportunity for what? An opportunity to be blessed by God because God promises that when you give to the poor, he will repay you. Why? Because he created the poor just like he created you. Now, if you're moneyed, if you've got wealth, sometimes people with wealth, they brag as though they did it, that they have such wonderful virtues. I work hard. I do this. I do that not realizing that everything they have. You know, David said, my times are in thy hands. And David, was he wasn't the richest man on the world, in the world. Uh, 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 Solomon, would, his son would come and claim that honor, but he was still rich, amen? And he said, my times are in thy hands. The rich man's times are in God's hands, just like the poor man's times are in God's hands. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, uh, the Bible says that even the poor, that, we'll all, that, that we will always have the poor with us. They shall never cease out of the land. The poor, Jesus said, the poor you have always with you. Now, he didn't say that all followers, all his followers would be, would be poor. He didn't say that. He said the poor would always be with you around you and in the world they're all around us amen glory to god on any street corner i don't know where you live but in columbia south carolina glory to god 
on several street corners. There's there's young people even with signs, homeless. Uh, will uh, you know? Uh, in the old days, the signs used to say, "Will will work for money." Now I haven't read one sign lately that says "will work." They just say "disabled veteran," "homeless," "please help," "God bless." But I never see nowadays, nowadays, I never see any signs that say we'll work for money. Uh, 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 I, I just don't see that. They don't, they don't want to work. Amen. Glory to God. But, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about the fact that God creates all men. He causes all men to come here. Amen. And that the rich will be here and that the poor will be here, and they all meet together. All of them meet together. Where? Before the Lord. Before the Lord. They are the same before the judgment seat of God. Glory to God. They're all guilty before God. All concluded under sin. The same Christ, whether rich or poor, the same scriptures, the same spirit, the same promises for both. There is the same heaven and the same hell. All stand level before God. Amen. And the Bible, once again, in the book of Romans, it says that God is no respecter of persons. Glory to God. And I often think, you know, King Charles, the, the, the gentleman that's just been crowned king of England, one of his titles is Defender of the Faith, glory to God. Now, he's King Charles, amen, and he's the, supposedly the Defender of the Faith, glory to God. But King Charles, is, is as exalted as his titles are, he stands before God as a man, amen? In God's sight, he's just a man, glory to God. I don't know if the gentleman is saved or not saved, but he stands before God. Amen. Just like the poor man with the with the cardboard sign, help disabled veteran, help. He stands before God. Amen. You know that you remember that story in the Bible about the householder. He went out. He went out and, and, and looked around and saw men standing around, and he said, go into my fields and go to work. I'm not quoting it. I'm paraphrasing it. I'm not quoting it. I'm paraphrasing it. It's in the book of Matthew, the story. And he says, go out into my vineyard, and I'll pay you what, what is right. And for men, he, he, he bargains for one penny. One penny a day was the prevailing wage at that time. One denarius for a full day's work. And they said, great, went out, worked all day. Well, but three or four hours later, he was walking around and he saw other men standing around idle. And he says, why do you stand around idle? And they said, because no man hired us. He said, go into my vineyard and I'll pay you what is right. He didn't, he didn't bargain with them for a penny. He just said, go into my vineyard and I'll pay you what's right. So they went into his vineyard. And then about 5 o'clock in the evening, he saw other men standing around. And he said, why are you all standing around? We, nobody's hired us. Nobody's hired us. 
He said, go into my vineyard, and I'll pay you what's right. And so they went into his vineyard. Well, an hour later, the day was up. So the householder called his steward and said, I want you to call all the workmen, and I want you to start from the last and go all the way to the first. And so the steward did that. And the men that were hired at 5 o'clock, they only worked one hour. They only worked one hour. And they got a denarius each and sent on their way. The men that were hired 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they came, got one denarius. And they were sent on their way. Well, the men that came at 6 o'clock in the morning that had worked from 6 to 6, that had worked all day, the Bible says that they supposed that they would receive more that the householder would make some distinction. We, you know, we've borne the heat of the day. We've worked for hours. Those other guys, they only work for an hour or a couple of hours. And I know you're not going to pay us who worked from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening. Surely you're not going to pay us the same amount as you paid those guys that only worked one hour. And the good men of the house said, Did, didn't you agree for one denarius a day? Didn't you agree for that? Take what is thine and go thy way. Amen? He didn't make any distinction. They thought that there would be distinctions. Amen? But that that's a story to show that God is fair. Amen? God is fair. Whoever gets saved in the first hours, uh, they receive the same treatment as the guy who gets in by the hair on his chinny-chin-chin chin in the last 15 minutes or on his deathbed. On his deathbed, he looks up to heaven and says, Jesus, save me, and he gets in. What are you going to say? Wait a minute. I was saved 45 years. I toiled out there leading people to Jesus. And this joker, he gets in on his deathbed and treated the same God? Oh, I'm up against a commercial, uh, a commercial break. I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. Beloved, glory to God. God don't have one Jesus for people that are saved 45 years and another Jesus for people that gets in on the hair on their chinny chin chin. Amen. Glory to God. It's the same God, the same Jesus Christ. The same scriptures for the rich and the poor, for the ones that get in early and the ones that get in late. Amen. The same spirit, the same promises. Now, I want to say something to you here because you may think I'm talking about strictly about salvation. 
Amen. I'm not talking about the rewards that you did in your body. Amen. I'm talking about straight up salvation. There's one reward. Amen. The crown of life for that. But if you have been saved for 40 years and you did labor in the vineyard, God has other rewards for you. He has the crown of righteousness. He has different things for you. You might have been a soul winner. You might have you might have been a pastor or another worker. Amen. And and the Lord Jesus is going to reward you for that. But I'm talking about salvation. There's one reward for salvation. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you've been saved for 49 years or 10 minutes, amen? Glory to God. It's the same Jesus. You're baptized into the same body of Christ, saved by the same Lord Jesus Christ, saved by the blood of Christ, amen? Glory to God. I'm talking about in this, in this degree here, I'm talking about salvation, amen? It doesn't mean that once you get saved, you can't win other rewards because you can, amen? There's other rewards for faithfulness. There's other rewards for completing your ministry. There's other rewards for suffering like Jesus suffered. Amen? Glory to God. But I'm talking about straight-up salvation. Amen? There's one reward. Someone who gets saved, they can't, they're not going to come to Jesus and say, wait a minute now, I was saved 45 years. This guy, he just got saved five minutes ago, and, and, and we're going to get the same thing? God's going to tell him, yeah, you're going to get the exact same thing. The blood of Jesus is efficacious for you and him. The blood of Jesus sanctifies you and makes you holy and causes you to be in right standing before me. The same blood, amen, applied the same way, amen. Glory to God. It's the same Christ, the same scriptures, the same spirit, the same promises are for both the rich and the poor. And they meet together, and there is a same heaven and a same hell. You know, isn't that something? There's a same heaven, amen? Just because someone's rich in all their life, they might have done spectacular things for Jesus. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But they're going to the same heaven that you're going to if you didn't do spectacular things, amen? Isn't that good? Isn't that fair? God is fair. God is a good God. Glory to God. There's a same heaven, but there's also a same hell. Glory to God. Because all stand level before God. Glory to God. Even in the grave, glory to God, you find them, All both of them are there. Amen. The rich are in the grave. Their bodies are in the grave. And the poor, their bodies are in the grave. Amen. Glory to God. And there is one God and judge over all. Glory to God. Look at Revelation, the 20th chapter. There is a distinction, glory to God. There is a distinction, but it's not about um, uh, cl- what class you're in or how much wealth you have. Amen. Glory to God. This, the, the, we see it in Revelation 20:11. Glory to God. And in Revelation 20:11 it says, "And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, who small and great, small and great, 
rich and poor, educated and uneducated, amen, stand before God. And the book, uh uh-oh, wait a minute. You see that? It says books, plural. Books, plural. The books were opened, glory to God. And so if the books were opened and, and let me turn my page here, and another book. So there's books, and then there's another book that was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book of life, uh, in the books according to their works. Now, beloved, this says a whole bunch of things here. It says, glory to God, that the unsaved rich and the unsaved poor meet right here. Where? At the judgment seat of God. Amen? At great white throne judgment. They all meet together in one place. And that there's books, plural. The Bible, we just read it. It said the books were open. Now, beloved, the, there's, in the Bible, it, it says that there's doctrines of devils. And one of the doctrines of devils that the world believes in, because they desperately want to believe it, is that, glory to God, that when you die, when you separate from your physical body, that's it. That's it. You sleep. There's, you don't know anything else. You just pass away. And, and you're, you're through. You don't know nothing. That's what they say. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that you go before God and the books are open. Now, if everything, if you pass away and you, there's no life after death, just nothingness, then how come we read that, that you're going to stand before God if you're not saved? The rich is going to stand before God and the poor are going to stand before God. There's going to be no class distinctions, no race distinctions, no country distinctions, no socioeconomic distinctions. There's going to be no distinctions at all. The rich and the poor are going to meet together standing before God and books are going to be open. But wait a minute. They told me that when I die, that's it. I don't have to pay for the evil things that I did. I don't have to pay for my behavior. I don't have to pay for what I did. Glory to God. But look what it says. It says they were judged out of those things which were written in the books. What? According to their works. According to their works. Glory to God. So you're going to stand before God. Glory to God. And you're going to be, if you're not born again, You're going to be judged according to your works, whether you're rich or poor, black or white, uh, uh, educated or uneducated, from from, uh, uh, France, Germany, America, Russia, South America, Africa. I don't care. You're going to stand before. There is those doctrine of devils that say you don't live after death. You just pass away. Johnny died in an accident. And now he's sleeping in the arms of Jesus. God wanted another flower, so he added Johnny. And Johnny's sleeping, and he's gone, and, 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 and it's all over. Amen? What do people that commit suicide, what do they say to themselves? I want to end it all. It'll all be over. That's what they think. 
it'll all be over. But my Bible says the rich and the poor meet together. They meet at the seat of judgment and that they're going to be surprised because they're going to find themselves conscious and alive. They're going to stand before God, the rich and the poor. The Queen of England might be standing right next to you, and she won't be the Queen of England. She'll just be another unsaved soul. If she's not born again and you're not born again, you're going to meet. You're going to meet with these great ones in the earth. Amen? And you're going to stand there, and books are going to be opened. And you're going to be judged out of those books according to your works. According, and that's going to be the distinction, uh, 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 brothers and sisters. The distinction is going to be, and not all, you're going to be judged according to your works. And verse 15 says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So the distinction is not going to be rich and poor. I'm telling you the truth, the truth that's in the Bible, the truth that's in the Bible. The world will tell you if you're not born again that you just die and pass away. So just just, just uh, eliminate yourself because it's all over. That's a lie of the devils. They want your soul down in hell. They want to get you before you get born again. And one way to get you is to deceive you and tell you that, this, you, the, oh, it's going to be all over. This is going mean, to, you're not going to see nothing. You're not going to feel nothing. You're not going to know anything. You can live your whole life ignoring God and his will for you. You can tell God to take a hike. And there's no consequences for that. Glory to God. You just lay down and sleep. That's a lie. Your body might sleep in the grave. Glory to God. But you're going to the holding place. Hell, and then you're going to, if you're not born again, you're going to stand before great white throne judgment, and you're going to be there with the mighty men and the, and the powerful men, glory to God. And, and remember verse 12, he said, I saw the dead, small and great, small and great, stand before God, amen? So the great ones are going to be there. You might look to your left and see Augustus Caesar, Augustus. You might look to your right and see Prince Charles, if he's not born again. I hope he is, but in case he ain't, you might look to your front, and Attila the Hun might be standing in front of you, and behind you, Adolf Hitler might be standing behind you. Who knows? But the Bible says that the small and the great are going to be there. The person with the placard card that says, Disabled Veteran, uh, uh, please give a few dollars. Uh, uh, please help. God bless you. Uh, the beggar, he's going to be standing there. Amen. The Bible says the, the rich and the poor meet together. Amen. All of the unsaved are going to be together standing before God. And the books are going to be open. Glory to God. And the, and the distinction at that time will not be if you're great or if you were small on the earth if you were rich or if you were poor or what ethnic background you were, the distinction will be who is written in the book of life. And those that are not written in the book of life, the Bible says that they will be cast into the lake of fire. Beloved, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. The real choice that you have today, glory to God, is glory to God. 
uh, the greatest choice is not where you're going to work, which company you're going to work for. The greatest choice that you have is not the the, the mate that you're going to marry, although that's very important. Glory to God. That's almost the next most important decision after getting saved and filled with God's spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's not going to be how much money you make or where you live. Did you live in the upper upper uh, west side or did you live in the lower east side in the in the boroughs or in, in the Bronx or someplace? Amen. The distinction is going to the only distinction is going to be is your name in the book of life. Glory to God. And if you're not saved, if you're not born again, Jesus said, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Ye must be born again, glory to God. And that's the only must that you must do. You must be born again. You don't have to go to my church. You don't have to listen to whatever program. Amen. You don't have to live in L.A. or New York or San Diego. You don't have to. There's all kinds of things. You don't have to pay your taxes if you don't want to. You might end up in jail, but you don't have to pay them. Amen. But Jesus said there's one thing you must do. Glory to God. If you want to live, if you want to live for all eternity, as opposed to being thrown in the lake of fire, you must be born again. And how are you born again? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Amen. Believe on the Lord Jesus. In your own words, as cry out and say, Jesus, save me. I saw it in the Bible. That preacher uh, uh, took me to the book of Revelation, and I saw it in the Bible where if I'm not born again, if I'm not, if my name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, I get thrown in the lake of fire. And I don't want to go to no lake of fire. And I'm so thankful, Lord Jesus, that you had him to tell me about this so that I wouldn't end up in the lake of fire. Save me, Lord Jesus. Save me, glory to God. And if you did that, that's a wonderful first step. Now ask your heavenly father to lead you to a Bible-believing church where they can explain salvation to you in a greater way. God bless you, my brothers and sisters, the rich and the poor, meet together. I love you. The Bible has the answers. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.